Hey, Dubs. Hey, Chris Cross. What's going on? Uh, right now, it is the first period of Game 5 between the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Tampa Bay Lightning, where Toronto is up 3-1 in the playoff series. It is currently tied at 1-1. <laughs> Will Toronto find a way to once again not advance past the first round of the playoffs since 2006 as they blow another 3-1 series lead? Only time will tell. Uh, so the this is the NHL playoffs. For those who don't know, uh, Toronto, when they do make it to the playoffs, have not made it past round one in like almost 20 years now. 2006. Yeah, crazy. Uh, and right now they're up three games to one game. You need to win four games to advance to the next round. And they have had a three to one lead twice in the past like five years yep and they have lost them (laughs) (laughs) they let the other team come back and win uh three games in a row three games in a row crazy to lose the series yep i cannot wait you and i are gonna get so excited when they lose tonight (laughs) (laughs) here's the thing i hate the toronto maple leafs but i'm actually become a proxy admirer of their fans because I see the suffering they go through and I'm just I'm a fan for those who don't know I'm a New York Ranger fan I'm a Montreal Canadiens fan I'm an Anaheim uh, Ducks fan um, and there's been ups and downs but all those teams for the most part are winners yeah sometimes winners. yeah um, successful organizations good draft choices great free agent signings solid trades good communication with their fan base yeah uh good job with their depth creation and everything else sure good um good teams good teams uh toronto not really (laughs) just if you think about it right now is the best they've probably ever been they're really good at getting to the playoffs they still can't do it they still can't do it and 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 just the suffering they go through it's just i just i i know what you're feeling so I feel you. I feel you. Um, speaking of hockey, yeah, you got some tales to tell, <laughs> don't you? Yeah, Mister uh, World Traveler, yeah, country traveler. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, very shortly after our last episode was on a plane to go to Seattle uh, with my dad. So I'm uh, I got into hockey a couple of years ago with the announcement of the new team in Seattle, the Seattle Kraken. Uh, which is a dope name, dope logo, dope colors, dope city, um, and a sport that I've always been like tentatively interested in. And then uh, you and I were talking about it quite a bit. My dad has always been talking about it. So I figured, you know what? This feels like a, the right time to get in. I think I actually saw a post somewhere saying like, for any fans who have been like cautious about getting into hockey, getting in with a new team is like the best way to go because... It's very friendly. Like every, all the fans, Mm -hmm. most of the fans are going to be new fans because it's a new team. Like a lot of people who've lived in Seattle but never had a team to root for unless they're 100 years old. Um, So I did that last year. It was their first year. Nobody expected them to be good. They were not good. They were probably a little worse than people expected them to (laughs) be, which was not not good at all. But it was still super fun. They're a super fun uh, team. They had a lot of really great fans. I did end up uh, getting to go to their last home game last year because my mom works for a company that is one of their main sponsors. So they have like 
constant tickets that they're able to give away to employees. So my mom got me tickets to go to the, the last uh, home game, which is fan appreciation night, which is super fun. Hell of a hell of the right night to choose. Hell yeah. For your first game. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah. it ended up being a shutout. It was super cool. Uh, there are a lot of really exciting moments. And I was like, hell yeah, I, I legit like this. This is fun. This is an, a new hobby of mine. Uh, this year, they have gotten, some would say, miraculously better. And they have made it to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, and once they officially made it, uh, my dad was like, hey, would you be interested in going? And I was like, haha, yeah, dad, of course I would. And he was like, well, I could talk to mom and see if she could get us tickets. I'm like, she's not going to be able to get us tickets. He's like, well, if not, they're, uh, we could probably afford them. Like, they'll be expensive. But, like, that's like a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Go to their very first home playoff game. And I was like, all right, maybe. We'll see. Talk to my mom. She couldn't get the tickets. And then he found tickets that were, like, not the best tickets. They were, like, way up there. Nosebleeds. They were nosebleeds, but they're in the center of the ice, so pretty good view. You saw some pictures of yep. like what my view was. Honestly, really good view. Good Basically, view. the view you get on TV, like very kind of bird's Which, eye. I'm almost. here to tell you, it was actually the best view for hockey. It was really <laughs> it was good the view. Best view for hockey. So I sat really close to the ice the first time I went. Fan appreciation night, getting the free tickets, and then I sat in these the bird's eye seats that were like right in the middle of the ice, and I legit preferred these seats. Um, so we got we got the tickets. He got uh, plane tickets. He had a bunch of like flight miles and points Mile and stuff points, like that yeah. that right. were going to expire this year. And he's like, I don't really have very many plans to use these, so I'd be more than happy to just give you my Southwest points or something. Um, so we flew over on Delta, flew back on Southwest, used a bunch of points both ways, so the flights were super cheap. He found a pretty uh, affordable hotel that was a, a good central location in Seattle, and we fucking did it. <laughs> so we flew out. Uh, Friday, technically Saturday morning at three in the morning. Ooh. We left the house at three in the morning, drove to Boston because it was much cheaper to fly from Boston. So drove to Boston in a rental car, dropped off the rental car, flew out, um, got to Seattle at 10 in the morning, Seattle time. The game was at seven Seattle time. They're mm -hmm. three hours behind uh, us who are we're on the uh, East Coast. Uh, and then flew back Monday morning at 10.30 a.m. Seattle time, landed in Hartford, uh, which is the closest place to us, at 10.30 p.m. Hartford time. So, wait, did you get, like, a taxi to or an Uber to Boston? No, we, we rented a car. Um, oh, okay. That's so, it was, like, a Hertz or something yeah. like that. It has an, a place you near just Hartford and near yeah, whatever. You so. there. We picked it up the night before, got woke up in the morning. It was a fucking it was a Cadillac because my dad ordered some size car, but they were out of it. So he got the quote unquote manager's choice, which is just like, here's five really nice cars. But which one do you want? And he was like, I will take that Cadillac SUV. Yeah, so we run up to Boston in a fucking Cadillac with like a fifteen inch touchscreen on the, <laughs> the center dash. We're like, This is awesome. Like leather seats and shit like that. Had like LED lights yep. lining the, the floor buckets and stuff like that um it was really cool the flight out was nice uh started watching a new tv show got to seattle and we were just like we've traveled enough across time zones that we knew the way to beat the jet lag is to just force your body to yep. live on that time zone yep so we woke up at 3 a.m uh east eastern, coast time eastern time and did not go to bed until midnight seattle time which was three in the morning <laughs> Uh, East, East Coast, Coast time. time. So we were up for 24 hours, slept like rocks. I took some melatonin. Oh my God. Uh, like you needed it. 
It, it was well. I'd wanted to be out. Out. Okay. Because okay. it was Red Bull all day. Oh god. And then I needed to crash, and I wanted coma for eight hours. Uh, and boy, did I get it. Um, how how good was that sleep? It was very good. My dad, as a gift, when we got to the hotel, like when we checked in before the game and all that stuff, he goes, by the way, I have a little gift for you for this trip. And he handed me some sleeping earplugs because he snores like crazy. And he's like, I really want you to sleep well. Um, so that was fun. We like walked around Seattle. We did uh, we did some kind of touristy things. We saw like the, the Pike Place Market and stuff like that. We saw the original Starbucks, didn't go in. We stopped at a, a couple other cool places. Went to a couple like big stores that we were interested in going to. Went to the game, which I'll get to in a little bit. And then the next day, we like walked all around the city. They have a bunch of really cool public transport options. They have a trolley. They have a uh, monorail. They have a train. They have Ubers and stuff like that. But then they also have, there's like three or four brands of like electric scooters that you could just rent. So you download this app, you scan the QR code on the scooter and it said unlocking scooter. It's like, bloop, bloop, you may ride the scooter and you ride it for as long as you want. And when you're done, you just leave it somewhere and you say, I'm done. And it like pings the location and it like knows where you left the scooter. And it's like, okay, that'll be $3 and 50 cents. So like you want to get seven blocks away, you walk yeah. out of your hotel room. There's three, four scooters right there. We picked two of them, rode seven blocks, le- left them right there, shopped around for a little bit, left the store. Those scooters were gone, but we walked a block and found a couple other scooters, rode yeah. those back to the other place. Um, yeah, I do that with Bixie bikes when yeah. I go visit uh, Canada and Montreal. Yeah, yeah, Montreal. they had uh, Bird scooters was bird the brand scooters. of it. So they're little motorized scooters. Yeah, they're oh, like electric, cool. like like razor scooters. But how are the brakes? responsive enough (laughs) you didn't tell me about breakfast about breakfast yeah sunday morning breakfast sunday morning breakfast you woke up what did we do sunday morning after having amazing melatonin hotel breakfast shoot what did we do what did you do sunday morning breakfast oh it had to be good it It had to be amazing it was not the feast you're looking for i don't think i'm just i'm looking for just that, it was, it was something I've never had, and it was extremely satisfying. If you say something like "locks on a bagel," I'm going to be so upset. Continue. <laughs> so continue. Give me a second. <laughs> we were walking around, and we wanted to. We like asked the concierge, like, "Hey, where are some good breakfast spots?" And they're like, "Well, there's going to be a line, but there's a good spot over here, good spot over here, good spot over here." One of them, um, my sister and my fiance and I went to when we went to Seattle. And I was like, "That's actually a really good place." So we swung by that place line out the door and we're like no we're kind of hungry went to the next place it looked like there was a little bit of a line hey how long is line like 25 minutes we're like looking across the street and there was this cool little like coffee cafe shop Cafe shop yeah and it was called like (laughs) something and crumpets and we were like like ooh, like tea and crumpets oh that sounds good (laughs) like very british and i was like i've never had a crumpet have you had a crumpet he goes no i think it's like a scone or something and i was like let's go get some crumpets we went in crumpets are not like scones This is this wait, wait wait first of all is this your first time having a crumpet yes and it is not the last because did you have butter crumpets are fucking good yeah they had a whole like crumpet menu so oh, the first amazing. the beginning of the menu is like what is a crumpet which was so handy and we walked in and the the person greeting us was like hey how's it going welcome blah blah, blah. have you ever have have you ever had a crumpet before and we were like no <laughs> so they're like cool it's flour water sugar and salt 
Yeah. And it's like a very plain pancake. And they cook them in a way, so they're like a little round pancake, and they very cook them like low and slow. Yeah. So the bottom of it is like very crispy, almost like crunchy, and the top, the top is, so is so pillowy and yeah. fluff. Oh my gosh. Like picture the the most like perfect fluffy pancake. It's that on top, but not like vanilla, not really flavored. You, you know, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll describe the crumpets I've eaten. Yeah. You can tell me if it's the same yeah, yeah, yeah. that you got. For those who never had a crumpet, imagine a very large um both in width and height english muffin that's not cut and the bottom is t- is that crunchy toasted yeah. caramelized be- yeah, yeah, yeah. beauty that you want in the morning and the rest of it is just this airy puffy fluffy um the crumpets i had had lots and lots of holes yeah I don't it know was porous yours. spongy very porous and spongy but yeah. soft not yeah, yeah, yeah. not like spongy like cake yeah but just soft and pillowy and if you put butter on that's why i asked did you have butter when you put room temp fills all the holes gra- oh, 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 and it soaks through all of it yeah and then oh continue so continue. It, for us it was it was exactly like that but instead of like english muffin it was like pancakey like it okay. wasn't it wasn't bready it was like almost cakey Okay. Um. Still super good, and it wasn't like pancake flavored because it was no, just, no, 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 it was not. flavored like flour. <laughs> like yeah. it just tasted yeah. like dough. Um. And then they had a huge menu of stuff that you could put on, and they had some savory options and they had some sweet options. My dad, and this is why I laughed when he said, "Don't tell me it was like salmon and cream cheese." He got the smoked salmon cream cheese and capers and cucumbers crumpet. So he oh, went savory. Okay. It looked awesome. Uh. And then I had the Nutella and banana. Uh, crumpet which was fucking bomb <laughs> it was and so nutella good. i'm assuming like was just melting into it a little bit right yes like, oh. so like the nutella on the top of the nutella was like room temperature nutella yep. but on the bottom touching the crumpet was just liquid it was yep. like chocolate sauce <laughs> yeah yeah it's like yeah exactly. exactly oh my god it was so good and we just sat down like right as we walked in a little table uh freed up and it was like just a little bistro table some wrought iron chairs oh, so we, like sat down we got americanos oh. Um, some Seattle coffee, uh, and it was just so nice. And it was like four bucks a crumpet and like three bucks for a coffee. So we were both like, if we like lived in the city, this would be our spot. Like (laughs) this is such a vibe right now. Such a good breakfast. And we saw so many people like walking in with clearly their work bag or something like that. They quickly grabbed a crumpet and then went. So that's what we had for breakfast. (laughs) Thank you for asking. That's fantastic. Uh, for lunch, we went to a Hawaiian joint, which I went to with my... Hawaiian joint? Ki- kind of. What it is a Hawaiian like a, joint? A Pacific Japanese Hawaiian Samoan combo thing. So it was called Marination Makai, like okay. M-A space K-A-I. Um, and it was in West Seattle, so across the Puget Sound, across the water. So you had yeah. to take a ferry. The ferry was mm-hmm. like 15 minutes. Uh, and you could see the place from across the ferry thing. We just heard about it from like some travel blog and it was like, this place is really good and you have to take a ferry to get there, but the ferry is actually really cool and you get to like see Seattle from the water. That's that, uh, my new wallpaper that I showed you is yeah. from the ferry. Oh, very nice. Um, so that was very cool. And it, they had, so I had marinated pulled pork, uh, taco salad. So it had like a, like a Hawaiian kind of sweet chili aioli sauce with pulled pork, 
um, on like banana leaves with like shredded cabbage and stuff like that. My dad got spam sliders. So like six, like Hawaiian sweet roll with uh, grilled spam and like some like slaw and stuff like that with like sriracha mayo on it. Um, and then they had like a full bar. So like we had a couple drinks over there over in West Seattle and then took the ferry back and kind of drunkenly scootered our way back to the hotel and stuff like that. Um, first for Sunday night, we got Ruth's Chris. <laughs> so you can tell me, tell me the meal. Tell me the meal. Uh, also, I, I've never been to a Ruth's Chris. So I want to hear after you tell me the meal. How it rates. I went to continue. downtown Seattle Ruth's Chris. So the okay. steakhouse that we're used to going to is kind of like rustic dark moody lighting wood you could smell the smoke this was like hello gentlemen what can i get you tonight and it was like white tablecloths and like a little candle in the middle so it was like a nice restaurant but with steak and it was attached to the hotel so we got like a slightly reduced rate which is cool um i just got like a small like six ounce filet or something like that uh really you didn't go okay i didn't i didn't go ham because like we had like the big lunch and we had we were snacking all around and stuff like that but we just you know we were kind of balling out that whole weekend. So we were like, Hey, how about some roots, Chris? Uh, it was pretty good. That's the right way to do it. Yeah. And I had uh potatoes au gratin, which yep. is <laughs> what I had, uh, our last time, but it's very small serving. Cause it was like a hoity toity kind of place. Yeah. Is it the uh, place where they put the napkin on your lap for you? No, but it like just shy of that. Okay. <laughs> um, I've had that before and it's weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I appreciate the experience, but, but get the fuck off me. <laughs> but it's like it's like, dude, you don't need to put the napkin on my lap. I'll put it on my lap for me. Um oh, I've been to places with people who and this isn't like a shot at people who don't who don't understand this experience, but they don't put their napkin on their lap. And the like maitre d' concierge comes over and goes like, oh, yes, like, let me make sure your drinks are topped off. And, oh, excuse me, sir. And he takes the napkin for you and he puts it on your lap for you. (laughs) And it's just like, fucking do it right. Yeah, fucking look around, (laughs) asshole. This is how you do it. Yeah. You fucking savage. Uh, So, yeah. yeah, it's Anyways, so awesome. So it's pretty good. We, We saw the sights. We went to a few cool places. We went to the flagship REI store. Um, we went to the Filson, our, uh, flagship store, which makes like really tough, rugged, like outdoor gear. So like leather knapsacks. Did you buy and, anything from these places or no? Uh, I bought a couple, like sh- I bought some stuff I need for camping <laughs> from <laughs> REI <laughs> just like shit I needed. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got fitted for trail runner shoes. Um, because when, uh, my fiance and I get back into hiking, I want to like basically wear like hiking sneakers rather than boots. Because we just go like day hiking all the time, so why mm-hmm. not be the most comfortable? Um, so yeah, Seattle itself was really cool. On Saturday, no Sunday, we were walking around and we were walking past, right past the Mariners Stadium, so where the the baseball team plays, and like there it was a huge crowd. So like clearly a game was about to start. And just for shits and giggles, I looked up on my phone like Mariners tickets today, and it was like fifteen dollars for like yeah. the cheap seats. And I was like, hey, I know we have stuff that we want to do, but like, I'm gonna see a baseball game. <laughs> He's like, do you really? And I was like, I mean, kind of, if you want to. He goes, no, like, no, sometime we'll we'll have to go to one. That would be so fun. But we didn't. But I was like, I mean, it's 15 bucks. We could go in You're for like. right there. Just go in for three innings. Yeah, go in for three innings and then we'll go get lunch or something like yeah. that. But he's like, nah. He was like, one day. But uh, maybe like when the Red Sox come out to play or something like that. Okay. I was like, okay. Make it an experience. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But that's kind of, I kind of wish we did that. 
I so wish you did. Just be like, yeah, we went out to see the hockey game. And then we also ended up seeing a baseball game. Because uh, apparently the Mariners are doing very well, too. So, like, Seattle's all into sports right now. So, uh, would have been cool, but we didn't do that. But the reason we went out there was to see the Seattle Kraken's very first NHL playoff game at home uh, against the Colorado Avalanche, defending champs, Stanley Cup champs from last year. Um, I, I just want to say before we continue. Yeah. You have the luxury... Again, you've seen more hockey games live than I have. <laughs> really? NHL games, yeah. I've seen three now. Okay, we're at the same. Okay. <laughs> I've seen one Ranger game. It was Devil's Rangers in, in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. And I saw two um, two Habs games. Nice. So In I've Montreal? Seen, yeah. Yeah. So I've seen three NHL games my whole life. Yep. And in two years, you've seen the same amount. <laughs> Not to mention, you have seen in person Kale McCarr. <laughs> Nathan, Nathan McKinnon, McKinnon. Uh, uh, the whole Gabriel Berlin Landeskog, team. <laughs> like, like you've seen like Miko Rantanen, you've seen like all not Landeskog. He's he's been out all year. Oh yeah, he's still out. I'm sorry, Miko. Yeah. You've seen yeah. Miko Rantanen in person. Yeah. Like you've seen all these high level, crazy players in person, like generational players. Yeah, I can't believe you've seen them in person. That's insane. Bergeron, Marchand. Yeah, you saw the Bruins. Mark the Bruins game. Yeah. Yep. Grubauer, Taylor yeah. Hall, Charlie McAvoy. Yeah. You've seen a lot of... Anyways. It's pretty cool. So you show up at the arena. I'm sure it's a buzzing. People are on oh, fire it's outside. It was on fire outside. So when I, went, when I went last year for Fan Appreciation Night, we completely missed that there's like a whole like beer hall like right next to the arena. So where the Seattle Space Needle is in Seattle... Right next to that, the Seattle Space Needle was built for the World's Fair in like the 40s or something like that. And it was a space themed World's Fair. So it was like outer space. And they made like the Outer Space Expo Center or something like that, or like the Space Exploration Expo Center. They recently converted that into the Climate Pledge Arena, which is where the Seattle Kraken plays. So they kept the iconic roof because it looks like an origami, like a fortune teller kind of thing. It looks like that on the roof. So they basically lifted the roof, built a whole new stadium under it, and then attached the roof back onto the building, which apparently was incredibly difficult to do. But they also built like this giant like food court, essentially, that's right next to it. And we just came to the stadium from the other way last year. And this way we, we like accidentally, like literally accidentally walked into the food court. And we're like, oh, shit. <laughs> like yeah. They got fish and chips. They got tacos. They got pizza. They got burgers. They got a bunch of beer. They had a shit ton of TVs that were going to be showing the game. So a lot of people just go to this place and like experience the game just with all these people who are eating food and not have to pay hundreds of dollars <laughs> to go see the game right next door. Um, so that was cool. We hung out there, had a couple beers, had some fish and chips. They also had the yo-yo national championships happening yeah, on like a little. Fuck yeah, they did. We were going yeah, to they did for the kids playing yo-yo. Um, was everybody like screaming like, yeah. it, dude, <laughs> it's like the third loudest cheer I heard that night. There was this kid who was like, he comes all the way from China and he did ask me for the first minute of his performance. He does need absolute silence. And I know we're in a giant beer hall, but if people could try to keep it down and, it, and people were watching him he was like dancing he was grooving and then he like i was like when are we gonna know when a minute is up and he like yeeted the yo-yo up into the air spun around and like caught it and kept oh, going yeah. and it was just <laughs> <laughs> we went absolutely crazy and then he like started smiling and did a bunch of crazy shit um 
So yeah, that, that was unexpectedly very cool because uh, we got there like two hours early because my dad was just like, I want to like walk around. I want to take our time. I don't want to have to rush to our seats. Like I really want to get a feel for the, and like yeah, walk, exactly. walk over other people's seats and make everybody stand up as you walk with your beer. and your, yep, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then we, we wrapped up with like an hour to go till game time, walked next door into the actual arena. Uh, and just like did a tour, like did a whole lap of the top row, went downstairs, did a whole lap of the bottom row, uh, things like that. And then like went and found our seats and like kind of, uh, Catch like warmups. Oh yeah. We caught oh, the, yeah. we were there so early. We caught, we caught the warmups, um, which was hype. Um, they, uh, they came out to sabotage by the beastie boys <laughs> and I was just like, this is so fucking cool. <laughs> like as both teams are like sprinting out onto the ice and they start doing their circles and it's like a bunch of fighter jets ready mm-hmm. to like dogfight, <laughs> like while sabotage is playing mm-hmm. and the lights are going mm-hmm. fucking crazy and people are just cheering already, even though the game doesn't start <laughs> for like 40 minutes. Uh, and like my dad and I were looking, we were like pointing at like, Oh, there's Kale McCarr. There's, <laughs> there's yeah. McKinnon. Uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Um, and then like it, it calmed down and they went back and then they had some bullshit, like the people who try to, Hey everybody, welcome to the climate blood arena. My name's bing bong. And today we're going to be, and they did a bunch of that shit. And then the pregame started, which I have a full video on my phone. It's like Ooh. 15 minutes. It was hype as hell. Like yeah. the whole ice turned into a projector and they showed this like intense movie of like a bunch of crazy Seattle sports moments. Like, um, when the Seahawks, uh, score, um, Marshawn Lynch scored like a 91 yard touchdown yeah. or something like that. That was like one of the loudest recorded stadium sounds of all time that registered as an earthquake in Seattle <laughs> <laughs> and a bunch of shit like that. And then there was like a bunch of announcers talking about how shit the Kraken were last year. And then like how a bunch of audio clips of people being like super surprised that they're doing so well and they're making it to the playoffs. Anyone's like, I don't think they're going to be Colorado now. And like the whole vibe of it was like, fuck all of you were doing. <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. And people were going like nuts. Um, and then they, they did the national anthem, which I think every team kind of has a little bit of a, a like a, uh, th- what's it called? Uh, a thing that they do for the national anthem, we shout uh, the, the Rockets red glare. We shout red glare because the Seattle logo has a red eyeball. <laughs> so we shout red glare, which is pretty hype. And the whole stadium, the lights go red. <laughs> <laughs> and the Rockets red glare. <laughs> and like the, uh, it just turns red. Yeah. Uh, so that was pretty cool. The whole game was closed captioned too, like on the Jumbotron. So my, oh, that's my, awesome. my dad, who's deaf, was like, in like the whole time he's like i have no idea and i was yeah. like oh yeah i forgot to tell you <laughs> like it's it's 2023 and this whole place is built by amazon so yeah they have captions on yeah. everything yeah. um and then the game started it was it was hype as hell so there were like a couple close fights that like the crowd went nuts for every time the kraken scored was like i definitely lost some hearing off the end of my ears <laughs> like it was like Did your watch go loud. off like you're in a loud environment <laughs> no no I, I turned that off because i knew it'd just be blaring the whole time um there i don't did you watch the game or? parts of it so at the beginning kraken scored first it went nuts uh and then it, they there were a couple really bad plays so um colorado ended up being up three to one and then Kraken scored, made it two to three. It went nuts. By the time, before they had finished announcing that goal. Like Colorado Seattle, scored, right? No, Kraken scored again. Kraken and made scored it again. three, okay. three. And it was like, 
the cement floors were shaking. <laughs> like I was high fiving strangers. Yeah. And Everybody's like just that. screaming. <laughs> it was absolutely insane. And then ended up getting up to uh, five to three. Um, and then at the end of the game, we pulled the goalie and then they scored an empty net goal, yeah, which made it six, it to six to three. And then we put the goalie back in and then we scored. So it was four to six. So yeah. it was still like a, a really fun game. We ended up losing, but they played really well. Um, there were some really great like Colorado plays where I like, I kind of wished I was rooting for Colorado because <laughs> some of the plays were intense. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of Colorado fans there too. So like every time they scored, there was still like a really loud cheer, but not nearly as loud yeah. as when Seattle scored. Um, so the game was really cool. It was worth it. We got like the cheapest seats we could find, but they ended up being like the best view. Like, and it's like where honestly, I would want to see games again. <laughs> honestly, I don't like being down lower. Yeah. Like the if, if you, you want like to low, watch low, the game. Yeah. Being lower, I, in my opinion, is not better. Yeah. Um, because you can really only see action on one side of the play for the most part. Yeah. Um, and, and also near you essentially. Yeah. And also just like you don't, unless you have a really good eye, it's, you don't get to see the, the play develop the same way as you do when you're up high. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So it's really cool. Like I could, I could literally kind of like unfocus my eyes a little bit and see the whole game happening at once. Like I could see the entire rink in my field of view, almost nothing was obstructed because we were up so high, like the five feet away from the boards on our side, I couldn't see. So like when there was a puck pedal there, I couldn't really see yeah, what was going on. That, that sucks, but that's yeah. it. But like <laughs> I could see both goalies at all time within my field of view and I could see like the puck pretty well. Line um, changes. Yeah, I could. I, that, that was the other thing that you never see on TV, which like as a developing hockey fan, it was hard for me to like understand how that aspect of the game works. But I could see like, the puck goes way over there. Someone holds it behind the net. And you always see on TV, you just see some guy fucking with it behind the net. But what I'm seeing now is like both teams are completely chaos. rotating all of their guys. Chaos. <laughs> just neutral zone chaos. Everybody's just changing. Exodus, exodus. Just <laughs> Exactly. Get off the ice. People Get like off. people yeah. like pointing to the bench yeah. like, I'm coming to the bench. I'm tired. Lie to, lie to. Go, go, go. And they got <laughs> legs over the board ready to go. They're like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. It's yeah. like... It's, it's like the airborne infantry running out yeah. of the plane. <laughs> it's bedlam. Yeah, it's just it chaos, and when and you don't see it on TV, nope. um, so that was it was genuinely very cool. All you see on TV is and McCarr is holding it behind the net and He's waiting for the change. Colorado lane. It, uh, yeah. If it shifted over to the neutral zone, just like a few inches, all you see just, <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. But instead, you just see some defenseman behind the net just decaling, looking mm-hmm. up, and just yeah, yeah. just waiting. Which is something it took me until I saw my first game live. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I was straight up like, what are they like? Are they playing mind games with people? It's like, oh, which way am I going to go? And it's like, just fucking go. It doesn't no. matter. No one's going to be near you for like 20 meters anyway. It's just traffic. Yeah. They're just waiting for traffic. But it, yeah, end. it's it's yeah. pretty wild seeing the whole game at once. And like I've told you that I'm still trying to like grasp the idea of like the strategy of a hockey game. So that's why I said like I did that thing with my eyes unfocused because you're, you're seeing the dark blue jerseys and then the white jerseys with streaks of red. So it's very easy to just kind of like watch the dark dots <laughs> and like see the shapes they're making in the strategies. I was like, oh, okay, I could see like those two guys are like never really going that far. Like those are the defensemen. And that's also tough to see on TV because the camera's just following the puck. Yeah. But like I'm watching those two guys. It's like, okay, there's clearly a left and a right guy. And I could see they keep doing this thing. So they keep trying to set up a play or something like that. 
So it was, it was like really, really cool. Nice. Um, there were some really funny guys around us. There were a couple of assholes down the down uh, the row a little bit who kept getting up to get more drinks and go to the bathroom a bunch of times, and they kept doing it while the puck was in motion. And my dad was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Because like, <laughs> for those who don't know, you're not supposed to get out of your seats no. while the puck is moving. Yeah. Once the puck stops and they blow the whistle and you have like 10, 20 seconds before they start playing again, that's when you quickly interrupt everybody because it's like, okay, yeah. Because in those seats, for those of you who don't know, there's literally zero room to move yeah. unless everybody literally stands up. You have to stand up, move as far back as you can. Yeah. It's like half the amount of room in like the old school movie theaters. It's kind of terrifying because when you stand up, you feel like if you pitch forward, you're going to fall to your death. You're going to tumble all the way down to the ice yeah, and die. <laughs> yeah. And it's amazing that doesn't happen it more often. Extremely steep seats. People fight in those seats. Yeah, I can't believe that. And they don't fall. <laughs> yeah. It's I like don't know how. A more than 45 degree. Angle. Yeah. You're yeah, like sitting terrifying. on stairs. It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. But it was really cool. We got, I got to high five the the cursed mascot Bowie, uh, who's a blue troll. <laughs> he just had a drum the whole time, and he would drum the rhythm to like "Let's Go Kraken." Yeah. So he'd be like boom, 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 and then like point uh-huh. at the audience, and it was so fucking loud. His drum, like really, every, yeah. If he would do it near you, every time he would start, I would like jump out of my chair because <laughs> it sounded like just a gunshot started going up. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, he was, he's funny. He's a very physical mascot, so he would always stand up on the rails and, like, just shake and, like, <laughs> do crazy stuff. <laughs> like, like, he's a psychopath. Like, like a wrestler. He, like, he's, he seems like he's climbing up to the top rope. Um, but he's, like, on the metal bars over, like, a 30-foot drop. <laughs> um yeah, it was cool. They they did end up losing, but uh, it was an awesome, awesome time. We got to be there for the Seattle Kraken's very first home playoff game ever. Home playoff game. You got to spend time with your dad. You got to experience Seattle some more. Again, yeah, which I, I love that remember, place. Remember my reaction when you were leaving before you made up your mind and you were like, oh, yeah, like my dad was thinking about doing, going, to, going to Seattle for the Kraken game. And yeah. I was like, oh, and I, and I said... Yes, you fucking go. <laughs> Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? Yes. Yeah. That's not an experience you, you get to have all the time. Yeah. Go do that. It was, and, it was cool. And it's not on a school night. So <laughs> fucking go do it. Like it's on the weekend. Yeah. I did have to take Monday off because we flew back all day Monday. And then I landed at like 1030. Had In to drive my dad. No, 1030 p.m. Ugh. Hartford before I had to work Tuesday. I uh, drove my dad back home and then drove an hour back to my house. 12. Wa- yeah, I was home at like 12. Um, walked in to melatonin in bed <laughs> you didn't like, shower no i wanted to because i like showering went right when i get off planes to like wash the yeah, plane off the you yuck but i was like sleep is more important i'll shower in the morning <laughs> i have true yeah good good job we have since done laundry and i've washed the sheets so good job though. i just had plain ick yeah. all over the bed but i haven't flown since covid it's uh i've flown during covid uh we flew to nice. Yeah, <laughs> I we flew to Aruba. I went to Aruba a couple of years ago, yeah, and that right. was like masks on for the entire flight. 
And that was frustrating because, like, I was still very much like, okay, there's a fucking pandemic going on. It feels kind of weird to go on vacation. And people were just like, hi. It's <laughs> 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 like, Jesus Christ. Uh, and then I flew last year, which was like tail end of the the seriousness part of the pandemic. Yeah. And that was, we had masks on, but I was like kind of over it. <laughs> like really i wore i kept wearing masks because it was the socially appropriate thing to do (laughs) but if i could have chosen it was like optional at that point um so it's still very much masked and there was like hand sanitizer all over the place and things like this this time there were like two people on the plane that had masks so i was like whatever it's just a flu at this point so i'm I'm (laughs) okay as jonathan taze borderline (laughs) retires from long covid well yeah the captain of the chicago blackhawks long covid's very very bad Uh. but I've well, got, you won't get that, right? So you're no, fine. Yeah, you, you can't ex- get exactly. That. You that's can't exactly get that. what it is. But I'm fine. You're fine. That happens to other people. Oh, yeah. And I've gotten COVID once. And I've it, gotten COVID twice. And it, I did have a cough for nine weeks. <laughs> but I'll be fine. Um, I think you still and, have a cough. And masks are kind of uncomfortable on my ears. So I... <laughs> Uh, if I can, if I can do my cardio workout and play hockey with a mask on, I'm fine. So yeah. if I when whenever I fly again, I I don't mind having a mask the whole Do time. Do you still play hockey with a mask on? No. Okay. No. No. Yeah. Mainly because a study was found uh, that the major majority of transmission of COVID in hockey environments is actually more in the locker room. Yeah. Than it is in the actual play. Got it. Um, Interesting. Although they did say hockey environments, as far as the rink, is a very strong COVID environment because the air is uh, wet and heavy. Yeah. Because the uh, moisture off yep. the ice. Exactly. In the refrigeration. Mm-hmm. So they were like, it's not great. But because you're in motion, technically you should be okay. Yeah. So, no. Um, um, well, I'm so happy you did that. Yeah. And I'm so happy you got to experience all that. Yeah. Uh, it was awesome. It's, it's a lot more than I think I've experienced in quite some time as far as just the suffering. What do you mean? Uh, balance, as all things should be, right? Like <laughs> yes, balance, sure. So uh, you had such great highs, yes, and you had some pretty impactful lows in that. Like you had rough, rough times traveling, rough times with your sleep. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's stuff like that that just always impedes on it as yeah. part of the weight that you must bear. Yeah. So that's something that you. <laughs> okay. <What? laughs> this sounds like a Bible verse about <laughs> about traveling. <laughs> No, this goes back to my um, talking point about how I believe in, uh, as I get older, the more I consider the inconvenience of things. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what you did was extremely inconvenient. Yes. But the payoff was worth it. Yeah, I think it was. You know I, I, mean? I had a great time. I don't remember the last time my dad and I have done something like that together. Like, we've hung out and stuff like that. And, like, there's no reason we ever wouldn't. It's just that that's never come up. When we go and do something like that, it's the four of us or something yeah, like that. Yeah, so it's cool that you have, uh, like, a, a, a moment with your dad like that. Yep. That's saw, a good time. Saw an awesome hockey game, even though he lost. Had, had some crumpets. great food. Tried crumpets for the first time. Um Went to a lot of cool shops and things like that. Got to see Seattle again, which I love. Uh, yeah, it was a good time. But boy, were parts of it inconvenient. Uh, I ha- had muscle cramps by the time I was done with both plane rides. Oh, because sitting? Yeah, I am a wide sitter. I am a man spreader. And I, w- I literally wish I had like a knee belt so I could just knee my, my I could belt my legs together so I could like sit comfortably because plane seats are thin. <laughs> There's not a lot of room 
for legs. I, I think they're thin. And <laughs> look at the size of me. And you're thin. Yeah. I'm thicky. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> So there was not a lot of room and I just had to squeeze some my what are these ones? The adductors, abductors? The, yeah. The pull your legs together muscles. I think they're hurt. Yeah. <laughs> they hurt by the end of the thing. And like my my arms were kind of like this. Cause like the armrests don't you they don't give you enough room to kind of really spread out. So I just had my my legs between my 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 arms between my legs pretty much the whole time. See, this so my is, shoulders ended up hurting this too. This is why for this period of competition that we have for your fitness yeah. and your health. That's the real goal. <laughs> Literally is, thought about this. It's I was so, like, yeah. if I were 50 less pounds, I wouldn't be hurting right now <laughs> on yeah. this flight. Yeah. So you'll be able to have more relaxing <laughs> flights to, I, I almost said Sweden, uh, <laughs> relaxing flights to Seattle. Yeah. So you can do that more frequently. Yeah. So think of it that way. Think yeah. of this as the long-term investment of your ability to comfortably travel to Seattle. Yeah. Literally, like I talked about the scooters earlier, but on the flight over, I was like, I can't believe that my fatness is getting in the way of me being comfortable on this, this sitting down for five hours experience. Uh, so there were multiple times where my dad was like, Hey, you want to get a scooter for a couple blocks? I'm like, no, let's walk. He's like, it's a hill. I'm like, I know (laughs) that's, that's why we're walking. Um, so yeah, there was, yeah, I, yeah, it's time to work on it (laughs) for the, for the sake of traveling, the sake of traveling, the sake of traveling, my friend. Um, yeah, it was, it was fun, but I luckily got the window seat on the way back. So I just crammed my body against the wall because mm. it was, it wasn't the fact that my legs were constrained. It was the fact that I had to hold them like that. And if I had the belt, I could have relaxed them and oh, they would have been stayed. automatically constrained yeah. and I wouldn't have to use muscles to do that. Yeah. But like literally like my shoulders were like creaky because <laughs> I was trying to be as slim as possible. I, I hate flying. Because of the seating situation. Yeah. Like, legit, that is the only reason. Why. I don't care about the takeoff, the landing, the turbulence. Yeah. The, f- the food I fucking hate. Mm. Not because it's not tasty, but because it makes my my body just feel like absolute trash. Because it's salt. It it's is microwaved salt. salt. It's microwaved <laughs> fucking salt. And, dude, I, told, I think I told you this. When I went to Ireland mm-hmm. a few years ago... I purposely was like, I'm just going to have the salad and I'll just eat the bread. And I think there was a piece of sauce yeah. from whatever the fuck they gave me. of just, here's your cardboard salt. And I was like, thank you. Um, and I ate just the bread. Yeah. And I was thinking, this is bread. It has crumb. It can't be plastic. Right. But I accidentally got a piece of sauce on it and I proceeded to have problems shitting for the rest of the day because of that one. And you know what's funny? Your hey, tongue hey, shriveled hey. up. And you know what's funny? Yeah. The rest of the, every time my stomach made it, it made a little fucking like oopsie doopsie. I went, you know what? It was that fucking drip of sauce. It was that fucking <laughs> drip, drip of, of sauce, sauce on that cardboard bread. Yeah. And, and the salad that I hope was actually salad and not just water plastic. It was, I legit was thinking that whole day, that fucking plain food, that fucking piece of sauce that was on oh, yeah. that bread that caused all of this. It, it may have been a factor. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> No, uh, no, like meal on this flight. It was five hours, which was surprising. Snackies, but it was like three rounds of snacks. Um, so we here's got your like, bag of peanuts. Here's your bag of chips. Here's your bag of peanuts. Yeah, we got uh, chips or cookies. Chips. We got pretzels or peanuts. Peanuts. And then we got like Chex mix or trail mix. Trail mix. Sure. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for choosing. Um, 
The cookies were banging. They were Biscoff cookies. Uh, the chips were cheddar sun chips, which are pretty good. Ooh, cheddar sun chips. Those, cheddar, those, yeah. those, that's a solid choice. That's a pretty solid that's a choice. solid fucking choice. Um, and uh, they had like soda and stuff like that. Coffee, tea, water, wine, seltzer. I, I usually ask for seltzer. Hmm. Hmm. I want bubbles. You want bubbles? Give me bubbles. Yeah. And Coke Zero. You know why? It's because I chug water. Mm. If you can't tell. There's three open, large <laughs> bottles of water near you. <laughs> and I drink these... This is actually my drinking setup for work. Oh my god! These I drink this whole thing. It's a what's a thirty-two ounce coffee mug? I think it's twenty-four. Yeah, uh, twenty-four ounce mug of water that I have when I wake up in the first thirty minutes. Goddamn! And then this—that's a—that's a twenty-four. I would say twenty-four, and this is a sixteen. Yeah, and I uh, drink all these t- twice. So I drink throughout the day. Yeah. Wow. So by the time you show up, yeah. I've gone through everything twice. Wow. Why don't you get a 64 so like, ounce? Like um, my big jug. Because I I drink when I'm on calls and I can't have this giant jug. I so do. I, I just have... People th- comment on it all the time. This is the only thing I have. <laughs> I just have this nice little sippy and I just fill it back up. Nope. So, I pull up this giant, makes me look like a baby. It's so big, like baby bottle. And I go... And people go, holy shit, that's a big water bottle. I do... So my goal is that by the time i have lunch round one is all done yeah round two is uh everything after lunch that i have before i sign off for the day yeah and then at night i usually have another one of these after i work out nice nice anyways i got us distracted okay so COVID is not a real thing that impacts you because you're invincible and that's why i'm I'm immune Yeah. yeah so that's why flights are fine um exciting i've been vaxxed like three or four times and i've had it once so like i've been vaxxed four basically. times and yeah. i've had it twice damn so you're good you'll never get it again now of course not yeah right. so yeah that was my seattle trip it was cool. pretty fun it was oh the other thing not just the inconvenience and the carpets. uh it was expensive as fuck <laughs> was it so, yeah i thought you got some good deals got some good deals still expensive as fuck because really? Yeah, the hotel, well, well, to kind of roughly break it down. Hotel was what, 180, 200? Hotel was 100 per person for the stay. That's fantastic. Yeah, it was 100 a night, so not bad. Um, the plane was 150 per flight per person, so I so spent 300, 300 on the so plane, that's 400 which is total. a great deal. 400 plus the hotel. The game tickets, we're high in the B section. 200? Near, yeah, 250. Um, okay, so 650. And then the ferry tickets and the 20, Uber and the scooters and 18, the food and the nine. <laughs> so it was, it was a lot added up. It was it was close to like a $1,000 weekend. <laughs> so That's surprising. Seattle's more expensive than I thought as a city then. Uh yeah. Yeah, like we went and got some like we picked up some snacks from like a convenience store a couple times and like I got the Red Bulls and the bags of chips and stuff like that um and just like souvenirs and stuff like that it was it was expensive and it was uh, the i think the reason i felt it so much is because it was planned a week in advance so it wasn't like mm. we're going to this place this summer it was hey bud what are you doing next weekend yeah but you, you want to fly across the country and go to an nhl playoff but game? you have to for that that's a price you pay for the experience the memory the opportunity of what you just experienced yeah you like can't you can't get that that. again yeah unless you're like a boston bruins fan this year you can't really plan to go to the playoffs at a certain point you still won't be able to do it for the first time ever yeah exactly so So, 
It was the only first ever home playoff game in Seattle Kraken history. One of my I, I did very, get to say I was there. One of my very best friends, mm-hmm. who I unfortunately don't talk to enough because he lives on the other side of the planet, mm-hmm. uh, told me a told me a uh, told me something that I don't live by, but it always makes me think mm-hmm. when I spend money. And he and he said it's good to save money, but never forget that you make money to spend money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So spend it. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, I got to save it. I was got to save it. He's like, for what? And I was like, for this thing and that thing. And what, what if I want to get this thing? He's like, okay. But like, you could have this thing right now. This other thing right now. And I was like, yeah, but it's smart to save. He's like, it is smart to save. But when you have an opportunity for something, you take advantage of the opportunity. Because you yeah. make money to spend money. Yeah, exactly. I, like, ah, I do like yeah, that. Yeah. I, I, I know you don't live by that. <laughs> At least as much as you'd probably want to. I live that maybe more than I should. <laughs> I am very indulgent. Yeah. But I'm also very much like just I want to do what makes me happy now. Uh, mm-hmm. And not to get too dark about it. And I think I've said this on the podcast, but I don't know how much longer I'm going to be around. So I could save up for 20 years and then die. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> or, never know. Or I could go to playoff games and three hockey games in two years and go to Ruth's Chris just because it's there and then die. And it was all cool. You can be satisfied that you've you've had some good moments. Yeah, it's it's like the uh, it's a video game thing, right? Like you're playing the Legend of Zelda, you're collecting all these weapons. You know they're gonna break. You got a really good weapon, but you're not gonna use it. You got to save that for later. Yeah, and you got to save it for later. And yeah. it's taking up room in your inventory, but you got to save it. You yeah. can't use it now because it's yeah. gonna break eventually. You gotta save it. But it's a really good sword, so you should use it. <laughs> You'll use it. Use it in the end game. Yeah. <laughs> use it when it's time to dominate. Yeah. Exactly. So. And then, like, it's like uh, hoarding health potions in Skyrim. It's like, no, I can't. <laughs> Did I tell you that I actually bought uh, Elder Scrolls? Which one? Skyrim? Yeah. For what? PC? PC. Yeah. I got yeah. it for like seven bucks. Yeah. You've never played it before? I played it back on console when it first released. Yeah. I've... No, I never played Skyrim. I played Morrowind. Wow. Old. That's like. I'm old, okay? Original I'm Xbox. Old old man you're old man i'm a very old man <laughs> for those of you who think i'm a i'm a young bucker i'm a youthful thundercat you're I'm in your mid you. 60s yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm almost there in retirement i'm almost there i'm yeah. almost there for sure uh skyrim's awesome uh it's well, aged it's 12 years old yeah i know I, and i know you don't play video games anymore but like if you let me rephrase that. I know you don't play PC games anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but if you uh, if you want to, I'll let you know. I've had it for about like three months now and I haven't installed it. But if I when I get to the point of playing it yeah. in the next five years, I'll let you know and we could uh, play together. Nope. Or not. You know, fuck me, it I is guess. There's no need to play a single player me. game. I would love to play it together. Oh, it's not a multiplayer But it is not multiplayer. <laughs> it's not? <laughs> yeah, that wasn't a fuck you. That was... I thought it was a big... That uh, was a fuck us. I thought it was, I thought it was a big, like... Um, you. Oh, maybe you got the Elder Scrolls Online? Because you said you got Elder Scrolls. Yeah. There's Elder Scrolls Online and there's the Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim. Oh, I don't know which one I got. Oh, <laughs> they're very different okay. games. Elder Scrolls Online is an MMO, so like World of Warcraft. Skyrim is the greatest first-person Western RPG of all time. Okay. I, I think I got the MMO one because it was like, latest feature update. You can now do this with your characters. Blah, That's blah, blah, probably blah. the okay. Elder Scrolls Online, which I've never played, actually. And it okay. is cross-platform. You have hey. it on PC. I could get it on PS5. And maybe, hey. maybe, this is a probably not, but maybe we well, could play. We'd be teammates. 
We could be teammates. Like an Overwatch. Yeah. I remember when Elder Scrolls Online launched. And Elder Scrolls is really great because it has all these puzzles. And there's like a wall that's just a rock. And then you find out that there's this button over here. And then the wall opens. And you could go through the thing. When you translate that to an MMO. And there's 30 players exploring the same dungeon at the same time and a bunch of them are just <laughs> yeeting their bodies through this wall you're like hmm i can't see the door yet but i'm pretty sure there's a door there because people keep walking over there and then they could go through the wall uh so there was like no secrecy to that game when it first came out uh, and then they realized like oh we just can't we can't just make the same game and put it online yeah. because that does not translate well and then i every iterate every like release they came out with every add-on made it like better and better yeah. and it's actually a pretty competent mmo now um yeah maybe. okay I'll, I'll let you know when i remember what game it is yeah. and we can yeah. sort out that process at that point i have been i'm doing another video game that you still haven't beat and i'm replaying it and i'm gonna beat it before you beat it once <sighs> Um, I wanted to show my fiance the next like cinematic game that we could sit down and play. We've done Uncharted. We did The Last of Us. We did Breath of the Wild. We've done God of War. We've done God of War Ragnarok. I am now showing her Red Dead Redemption 2. I thought you did Red Dead, Red Dead with her already. No, I did that solo. Uh-huh. I did that before I met her. And I've played some online. Are you going to play Red Dead 1 then too? No. Okay. I don't have a way to play 1. Because um, it was a PS3 game. It's not ported? PS5. It might be on like that, like PlayStation Plus, whatever. I thought it was ported. It might be. It might be. But that game is aged too. That game's as old mm. as Skyrim. Um, oh my gosh, it is. Yeah. That game's like 2011, 2012, maybe. Um, oh, but, whoa, whoa, You know what's another cinematic game you need to play for her? What's that? What's that? Star Wars. The Jedi Fallen Order. I'm very ready for the new one. Comes up comes out tomorrow by the time yes. anybody's listening to this yes. it's out yes but you should play the first one i we uh, we did the movie thing with that one because i wasn't super i liked the gameplay but i wasn't super jazzed at like all the backtracking because like i would see something i'm like oh that's a door that is like a glowing color and i don't know what that color means yet so i could tell that that's a force power that i don't have yet and i can't open that door and i know i'm gonna have to backtrack to get here and then i read a review and I was like, the backtracking is like a classic video game thing, but it is egregious in this game where you have to <laughs> land on a planet and walk through this whole level that you've already done just to get back to that door. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Okay. <laughs> and I don't want to ignore the doors because I want to see what's in the doors. And I heard that's like completely fixed in the second one. So I'm very excited okay. to play the second one. But for the first one, I just watched like one of those six hour cutscenes. We like stapled together the whole game and we did watch that together and it was awesome. Okay. Did you play that one? Uh, I started it. That is like... If you don't know the trend by now (laughs) with these single player games. You've gotten like halfway through God of War. Yep. You got... (laughs) I tell so many people the stat where your Red Dead Redemption 2 total game completion is like in the 80s or 90s maybe. 86. Your story completion is in the 20s. Thirty. All right, I think it's still thirty-two. Okay, you're a third of the way through the story, almost done, hundred percenting the game. <laughs> Once you beat the story, you'll finish it. It's it's hundred percent done. You've done every side mission, collected every animal and wildflower and shit like that, and you're a quarter of the way through the story. <laughs> um, no, I'm doing I'm doing Red Dead Two now, and it was it was 
I know it's going to be a good time because it starts and you're in the snow yep. and you're there's a traveling band of these things and there's like the cool like it's 1899 the year of the time of outlaws is over and the government and blah 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 and Dutch is like get them on the table we'll we'll fix them somebody somebody get Arthur and Arthur walks in and it zooms in on his face but his hat's down and he picks it up and he's like how can I help and <laughs> my fiance goes he is a handsome man <laughs> I was like good because we're playing as him for 40 hours uh and then like i started shooting people and she's like oh hell yeah go get him get him <laughs> and then like i shot a guy in the head and i like missed but his hat fell off she's like you could shoot their hats off <laughs> and i was like oh buckle up baby this is gonna be great oh man uh are you playing it cinematically yeah i'm trying to like do it like when they announce it on stage and they have someone playing it and they like slowly move the camera in a way that's easy to see yeah. not just like me chaotically playing <laughs> just to get through the story but I, I always that's why i really like the uncharted's and the god of wars like i my I, my camera thumb is very artistic like yeah. i i make sure that i pan correctly and yeah when I'm on a horse, I click the camera thing to make it zoom out a little bit so you could get like kind of a wide. Oh, that's like, a beautiful game. It really is. It is a beautiful game. And on the uh, PS4 Pro and PS5, it has like the HDR. And yep. I have an HDR TV. So like when you see the sunset, it like gleams. Ooh. And there, she doesn't even know how insane the story is going to get. You don't even really know either. I don't even know either. <laughs> but, oh man. Gosh, I still can't believe you don't know where that story leads. It's... Uh... Get back into it. Give it a chance. We're playing it at the same time. And those for those of you who are wondering what else I was talking about, I played God of War the weekend it came out and beat it. I ended up getting you into it. You started playing it. I replayed it with my fiance to get her ready for the new one. Beat the whole thing again. <laughs> and now I'm about to do the same thing with Red Dead. Just I'm get, on just... Valkyrie 2. <laughs> and God of War. Maybe 3. Yeah, I think two because I saw. Yeah, it's definitely two because I, I walked into the room and I went, oh no, and it was a Valkyrie appeared and I went this fucking thing, <laughs> and then I was thinking, all right, I did it once, I'll just do it again, yeah. and it whooped my ass four times, and I yeah. just went, you know what, I'm gonna pause the game. And I've told you so many times they're optional. You could literally just nope. turn the camera nope. 180 degrees you and just, go back to the story. You just said. You just said. The problem I have. You have to you hundred percent the game first and then beat the story. <laughs> it's cause I don't want to be I don't want to be missing opportunity for optimization of my character stats or items in the main story. So I want to accomplish that by farming by doing the side quest. <laughs> this goes back to you make money to spend money. <laughs> you 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 play the game to play the game. Like I'm playing the game. I'm playing you, the game with a Valkyrie level. You'd have to max out your armor to get through the next level. You don't know that. Yeah, there are there are difficulty spikes, and there are like peaks and valleys in it where like you finally get back to one of the dwarf tables and you're like, oh my God, I could upgrade everything. And then you're just, it's beast mode for like two hours. And then the game catches up and starts to become difficult again. And then it, and then it's like really tough, but then you've gathered a bunch of resources to go beast mode again. So like the game kind of like stairways up, but the, or the, your progression as a player kind of stairways up, but the game is just like a 45 degree line. So like every once in a while it's like easy. Sometimes it's hard. 
but Red Dead is just, it's the same gameplay the whole time. The game doesn't get harder, <laughs> but you have like so much money. Your camp is fully kitted out. Well, I, no, you definitely get, yeah, you got to get your camp kitted out. You, you got to get tuxedo. your equipment camp kitted out. You got to get your guns customized. You golden guns. Oh, I got engravings. You have and... an ebony and ivory gun. Yep. <laughs> I think he told me that. Yeah. I was like, that's actually pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's worth it. <laughs> You make money to spend money. Yeah, but like it's because I wanted to be the 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 star of my own movie. Yeah, the and notorious it, gunslinger. That's what it feels yeah. like in Red Dead, especially. Ugh. In RDR two, it feels especially like that when I can walk into a gunfight and I slow mo out. Like, oh my god, so good! <laughs> my black and whites, incredible. And then I do like my dead eye. Yeah, just do 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 five For the record, it took me forever to figure that out. Yeah. Because it doesn't, it, it it told you briefly, yeah, but not in full. And once I figured it out, I was all the time, yeah, yep, Just, yep, yep. And it evolves throughout the game, so you might even, I think it becomes better Dead Eye later. Because when you first use it, you activate Dead Eye, and whatever your trigger goes over, your your pointer goes over, it just makes an X. Yeah. So you might accidentally shoot the same guy like six times. Yeah, yeah. You just light him up with X's, and then eventually, you can like place the triggers or like you go into dead eye and then you could fire so it's like dead eye headshot yeah uh, and then you could customize you could put exactly where you shoot them so like eventually you could have like five guys taking their guns out and you could slowly aim at each of their hands and shoot all the guns out of their hand and be like a pacifist and they're all like ah, god damn it uh and like not kill any of them and just pacify all of them uh, or you could shoot all their hats off <laughs> and just, and they'll be scared and they'll run away. Um, ah, it's so good. It's Dude, my so favorite good. thing that I was doing when I was playing that all the time would be, you know how you would randomly run into Raiders? Oh yeah. It would be when I would be minding my own business and then they would, there would be Raiders and be like, you better get out of here, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, Hey, all right. I won't, I wouldn't move fast. I yeah. wouldn't say anything wrong. I would just slowly turn and walk away. Like you got better beat it, mister. Like, hey, I'm moving. I'm moving. And then they would start getting angry. And then I like every time they would either shoot or come and swing at me. And yeah. the second they showed aggression, it was you're dead. Dead eye. <laughs> it was it would just well no, it would be on the horse coming through like a banshee, dead eyeing off the <laughs> So I would I would run. They'd be like, yeah, that's right, mister. You might we come back to back. And then I would get on my horse and come back around. Yeah. And be like shotgunning, coming in like dead eye shotgun. And then immediately <laughs> dead shotgun. And then immediately switch to dead eye to revolvers. Slow motion blasting dudes in the face. <laughs> so I would just be like, bang, bang. <laughs> and then it would be like fast motion and whoop. And then right back into dead eyes, I would pull up my revolvers. <laughs> and it's just da, 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 da. <laughs> just for guys who are like you better mind your own business don't and then i would mass always, murderer <laughs> <laughs> i my 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 philosophy was always if you start shit there will be shit and i never started shit i never started shit you were the but, shit <laughs> yeah it was the fuck around of times it was the find out of times and every time they did shit I was just ready to go. Raiders, <laughs> fuck around. Arthur Morgan, find out. <laughs> That's, That's what it amazing. Was. That's what it was. And I would take so much glee. I'd be like, just go ahead, do it. Go ahead, push the, take this to the, elevate this, elevate this. And they would be like, I'll be back. And I would just come back on the horse. <laughs> it was the find out of times. <laughs> uh, uh, I remember my most like 
like immersive, like jaw droppingly authentic organic thing that happened in the game was I was just riding across like a, a str- I was about to cross a stream or a river and there was a bridge and I like looked over to the right and there was like a skinny little hobo in the water and he had like a little stand like a like a wooden barrel and he was like he went down to the water and he had a bowl and he was like panning for gold and I like stopped and I just turned the horse around and started trotting towards him I didn't press a button. Now the girl's like, hey there, mister, what you doing down there? And the guy's like, I'm just panning for gold. <laughs> and he's like, interesting. You can't find anything yet? He's like, no, not yet. And he's like, all right. And then, like, I just stood there and watched him. And I was like, I want to see what this guy does. And then, like, he, he like, got all excited. He's like, oh. And he, like, brought it back to the barrel. And he, like, picked it up with his hand. And he, like, held it up. And then a button appeared. And it was, like, threaten or, like, sweet talk. And I was like, sweet talk. And he goes, Hey, it looks like you found something. Mind if I mind if I take a look at it there? And he's like, no, mind your own business. And then I press the threaten button and he just pulled out his gun. He's like, you're going to give me that gold now. <laughs> then he's like, hey, back off, mister. And then I just domed him. In the- <laughs> and I walked up to him and he's like, you got 25 cents. <laughs> wow. And I'm a mass murderer. Yeah. <laughs> then I just left. I was like, that was so cool. I just noticed that guy and there was like a hole. I ruined his life. <laughs> Then I, and then I went on my merry way. You see, I'm just minding my business when people want to fight me. Yeah. And I'm just, I don't engage them. I walk away from them. And then they start chasing me or they shoot me. And it's just, you you escalated the situation to a level. Your, your, your mouth is writing checks. Your body's not going to be able to cash. <laughs> and that's what this is. I love your version of Arthur Morgan. <laughs> what version? <laughs> it's the fuck around, find out version. <laughs> He's like a good cowboy, but will kill you if you put a finger on him. Yes. The second you fuck with me, I'm lo- dead eyeing lo- you with shotguns. I loved when you're like riding around and you see a guy who's like laying on the side of the road. He's like, help, Mr. Police, I'm hurt. And you yeah. like get off and he like punches you and pushes you down and tries to steal your horse. And I'll just like very slowly take out my gun and just watch him as he's riding away. And just pop. <laughs> And then just walk up. And like you'll walk up a horse and Arthur will be just like, you goddamn moron. <laughs> and then he like gets gets on the horse and rides away. Oh, that game is so fun. I can't wait for my fiance to experience all those situations. And they're all gonna be different because that game is so like alive and dynamic. Organic. That, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I saw last thing about this, and then we should probably wrap it up. I oh, saw yeah. a mod recently where you could play as any animal in the game. And, like, it controls, like, the animal. Like, you move it around and you're a deer and you could blah, blah, blah. But they, like, switch the controls to, like, the eagles. And the eagles, like, the falcons and the big birds and stuff like that, are so beautifully animated and like drawn like as they're flying you see like the little tiny things their wings do and their their feathers are like flapping in the wind and they're like heads move around quickly like eagles do it's like i never noticed that from the ground why did they have to go so hard animating the eagles but then like you like press the sprint button and it like flaps his wings and it like goes like higher and faster. And then you could just experience the whole game from like a literal bird's eye view. And then you could like land and you like, you like come in for a landing and you like walk around as a little bird and then like take off and fly again. It's awesome. Oh, anyway, anyways, bird um, mods. Yeah. Anyways, anyways. Okay. Well, it looks like we are at the end of the episode. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll talk next time if if uh, 
If you have anybody who's into Seattle in a big way or Red Dead Redemption, feel free to share this episode. Uh, again, feel free to, to give us a rating on iTunes. We really appreciate the love, uh, but keep those coming if you haven't already. And we'll uh, catch you next week with some things to talk about. I will also like to say that uh, right as we sign off here, it is the second period <laughs> of Toronto versus Tampa. And currently, the Tampa Bay Lightning have two goals, and the Toronto Maple Leafs have one. Yeah, baby! <laughs> Implosion time! <laughs> All right, we'll see what happens. <laughs> you are giddy I'm right so now. I'm so giddy. It's, I'm so giddy. Uh, All right. right. Go Tampa. <laughs> yeah, bye-bye. <laughs>